coming to you from deep inside the vaults of the Holmes Archive of Electronic Music. Here is Tom Holmes, your curator and guide to vintage electronic music and audio experimentation. This episode, Cross Currents and Early Electronic Music, Italy, Part 2. Welcome to the Archive of Electronic Music. This is Tom Holmes, continuing our geographic excursion on cross-currents in early electronic music. This episode focuses on classic tape music from Italy from the 1960s and early 1970s. In part one of this series, we listened to a variety of works from the Key Italian Studio an institution set up by the National Broadcasting System, the RAI, Studio di Fonologia Musicale in Milan. In this episode, we turn to the work of three independent studios operating outside of Milan, those run by Pietro Grossi, Inore Safiri, and Teresa Rampazzi. The name Pietro Grossi will be familiar to many of you. He became well-known in the 1970s for his compilations of broadcast library music, often composed using electronic means. He was also a pioneer of computer music in Italy. His introduction to electronic music composition came in 1961 when he was a resident guest composer at the RAI studio in Milan. During this time, he became fascinated with algorithmic manipulations of sine waves and produced the piece Progetto 2 and 3 in 1961, which mathematically managed the slowly intersecting trajectories of six audio signals. Soon thereafter, in 1963, Grossi founded the Studio di Fonologia Musicale in Florence. There he continued his mathematical explorations of electronic sounds, including some work at the Olivetti General Electric Research Center, for which he was commissioned to compose some computer music for a holiday disc that the company gave to customers. He accomplished this using an Olivetti GE-115 mainframe computer, a system primarily used for accounting. We'll hear some of that original disc in this podcast. Inori Zafiri founded the Studio de Musica Electronica in 1964 in Turin. Early work from this studio was mostly abstract and experimental. We'll play some terrific examples. Musica per un anno from 1968 by Zafiri consists of frequencies whose amplitudes and durations were determined based on the mathematical analysis of 12 geometric figures derived from the 12 hours on a clock face. 
This slowly evolving work might strike most of us today as early ambient music. Then we'll hear a work by Lorenzo Fierro from 1971 that featured the EMS synthy as part of his instrumental uh, assemblage. The work of Zafiri in Turin followed closely on the heels of Grossi. He took a systematic, research-based approach to applying technology to the composition of art music, developing a college curriculum around this approach and composing many classically structured pieces that could be performed live. Next is uh, Teresa Rampazzi. Teresa Rampazzi was an Italian composer whose work we have often featured in this podcast. She established a studio called NPS, or Nuovo Proposti Sonore, in Padua in 1964. She founded the NPS group together with the visual artist Inio Chigio. The work of the studio was often associated with exhibitions of the work of visual artists, showing a growing consolidation of efforts by avant-garde artists in Italy in a variety of media. Working with analog devices, they produced some of the most compelling electronic music of the period and soon became one of the most reputed electronic music centers in Italy. With the departure of Chigio from MPS, Rampazzi spent the years 1969 to 1970 transforming the studio into a female-only collective for the electronic music experiments of Rampazzi, Serenella Marega, and Patricia Grasses. It is surprising how they were able to achieve great results with some very simple means, at least in the beginning. In the early days, they used a couple of two-track tape recorders by Sony, an ICO low-frequency generator, a mixer, and oscillator, one, a Revox tape machine, and a self-built loudspeaker. They had to use the stairwell as a reverberation chamber. In the second period, when the studio was more established, they had six manually controlled oscillators, as well as six modulated ones, a white noise generator, an octave band filter and a variable filter, an amplitude modulator, a note triggering device, a reverb unit to replace the stairwell, a 10-channel mixer, a unit for audio signal routing, four tape recorders, a stereo sound system, and a frequency meter. During the last years, they also bought an ARP 2500 analog synthesizer. We are going to listen to some of the early works from the studio that are seldom heard. Unlike Grossi and Zafiri, whose work took a structured, uh, systematic approach, the music from Rampazzi and NPS more freely explored sound densities, drones, textures, and a somewhat lyrical composition style. Her legacy of music, composed primarily between 1960 and 1980, is surprisingly timeless stylistically, sounding entirely contemporary in its contemplations of slowly changing sonorities and timbres. Okay, let's get started with Cross Currents in Early Electronic Music in Italy, Part 2, an historic look at electronic music composed for magnetic tape on the Archive of Electronic Music. This is Tom Holmes. Thank you. 
You are listening to Cross Currents in Early Electronic Music in Italy, Part 2, on the Archive of Electronic Music. This is Tom Holmes. pelle malata Generazioni.
Queste donne sono fasci di verghe, spighe calde e turgide, su cui pietre scivola di lava nera. Questi uomini. Queste donne. Danno spettacolo della loro morte ai nostri occhi piccoli. Muoiono, mordendo il cuore della bestia accadono. A migliaia, con la bocca aperta e pezzi di carne rossa. Scivola via, carne rossa via, fra i denti gialli e salati.
hope you enjoyed Cross Currents and Early Electronic Music in Italy, Part 2, part of our series on early electronic tape music on the Archive of Electronic Music. This is Tom Holmes. Details about all the music can be found in the playlist on the podcast website. Check out my blog for the Bob Moog Foundation. There is a link on my podcast website. A transcript of notes for the program are found on my blog, Noise and Notations, located at tomholmes.com. If you would like to learn more about the history of electronic music, please read my book, Electronic and Experimental Music, published by Routledge in print or as an ebook. You may also want to read my book about sound art, also available from Routledge. If you enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to explore our library of past episodes. They span many genres, technologies, and artists associated with electronic music. And there are several episodes around cross-currents in early tape music that you will find there, all inspired by vintage recordings from my archives. So long for now from the Archive of Electronic Music. All of the music heard on this podcast is brought to you from the Holmes Archive of Electronic Music, a curated collection of vintage recordings. For a complete playlist, go to thehomesarchive.podbean.com. All crackles, surface noise, and other imperfections heard in this podcast are purely intentional. All intro, outro, and other incidental music is by Tom Holmes, unless otherwise noted in the playlist. For notes about this episode, please see the blog Noise and Notations at TomHolmes.com. So long from the Holmes Archive of Electronic Music. Thank you.